Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Who's played X-Wing again for the first time in a while last week at club. Nice to see you back. <laughs> I said I, I, a bit of a spoiler, but took none of those lists to Tim's event. and also joining us today he's finally managed to swim back from northern ireland it's liam baker bonjour i actually walked so just held my breath yeah i thought that you would actually just do one giant step across like finn mccool i don't know who finn mccool is he must be old uh it's a it's a northern irish folk tale um about where where the giant's causeway came from so um, basically, it, it um, Finn McCool, not the bravest or best at fighting, but a bit sneaky, um, defeated a Scottish giant who was the biggest and bravest and best at fighting by getting in a cot and pretending to be his own baby. So when the Scottish giant saw him, he went, oh, if that's the baby, I'm terrified of the dad and ran away. So there you go. That's, that's who Finn McCool is. So if you go to the Giant's Causeway, there's a whole load of stuff about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been there so many times and bored. Anyway, we're going to talk about X-wing, not about Northern Irish mythology. Um, so thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to touch a little bit on um, some of the events that have happened recently. So we've had um, a bunch of store championships. Like eight or nine store championships have gone off, um, as well as the world's qualifier um, that happened in Australia um, towards um, the uh, well in last weekend uh, basically um so we're going to have a quick chat about that um we're going to have a quick chat about some of the recent uh, ru- rumors and news and stuff that's come out um pertaining to x-wing and adepticon all that kind of stuff um and that's probably going to be it um we're running quite tight tonight for time because both tim and i have to get off and play, um, play, play co- competition games i have to get um, off and play on my xbox and ben wants to go and play whatever he's playing at the minute Power. I'm just going to sit in the corner and watch your games. Oh, fair enough. Works for me. Um, and Willow's joining us in the background, and she might be... Um, she <laughs> might actually, It's just a little bit. She, she might give us some valuable content. We can hear she's talking, but we can't hear what she's saying, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> I want to be on the Xbox too, Daddy. <laughs> right. Can't blame um, her. It's a fun game. <laughs> so we're going to start off talking about um, some... Uh, some well, some Sith Taker open stuff. Um, we've got all of the prizes apart from one thing now in place. Um, so we're basically ready to go. Um, we finally sorted out what we're doing on day two. So on day two, we're going to run um, naked three events. Yeah, run naked through three events. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> The first one is obviously the cut for the for the main uh, open. So the the top sixteen um, of that will be playing um, in one corner of the room. Um, with me, we've also uh, with Ben or or with some people. Uh, somebody will be helping you through the top sixteen. To be honest, top sixteen tends to look after itself. It's all good. Um, then we'll have um, a an extended indoor legal side event. So this is assuming that we have points for Endor in advance. Um, if we don't have points, we might just make some up. Um, <laughs> but um, And uh, if the cards aren't available at that point, then we will allow proxies. Um, so we'll send an email out to this kind of effect later on. But if you've got... A, if you've got um, 
information about the words on a card um and the official cards haven't been released we are still going to allow them because it's it's a bit of a fun thing and we want people to be able to play with with new stuff um if they have got their hands on it on the sunday um the other thing that we're going to do we talked about it a little bit ago and um oliver taylor holmes one of our um new local players has kind of finessed a 10 point format um so it's basically um you play on a slightly um smaller mat with um less obstacles um and the rules are basically um kind of extended but with ban list um so you can fly Kiraxes and star vipers but you can't have scents and all that kind of stuff um and yeah, like 13 points to win, but it's basically 10 points, um, two ships maximum and no large bases. So you can't just drop Ray or Han or something on there and laugh while hoovering people up because there's no way that two ships can take one of them down. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a very good, it's like a, we've had a few games of it in the club to like help with play testing, um, the little rule set that he's, he's brought up and it's good fun. Um, it feels like, I think the end game of a chance engagement where you've both got a couple of ships left and you're having to choose when you duck in and duck out and it's very AC play. So it is basically chance engagement, but on a smaller mat with only two ships each. So do you go a big seven point ace and a three pointer or do you go, you know, two fives or, you know, how do you split those points? Um, Liam's already sad because separatists can't, Easily put... sad before this. <laughs> yeah, separatists can't easily put two ships into ten points. Um, See, but it turns out, sadder. but it turns out that they can have like some ridiculously broken combos. But they've only got two ridiculously broken combos, so they'll be mostly fine. Um, so yeah, that's what's going to happen on day two. Uh, day two of the Sith Taker Open. Um, so yeah. Um, We've got prize support coming from Louis Leong's kits. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be worth hanging about if you're still in the area, if you don't have to shoot off um, following the Saturday. Um, as well as that, just to mention, it's element, it's huge. There's a load of table space. Um, if you don't want to do those things, you can do whatever you want. And if you run something that's X-Wing related, then we will provide you with prize support to... Uh, so, like, if you run an Aces High Pod, or if you run a Droid Soccer, or if you run a Children of Mandalore, or oh, Battle Over Endor, new scenario coming out. But if you basically get together a group of people and play a little pod of something X-wing related, then let us know and we'll support you um, with that. Um, but similarly, if you've had enough of spaceships, I mean, two questions: one, what kind of a loser are you? And two, what's better than spaceships? Um, but if you want to play something other than spaceships, like MCP, Blood Bowl. 40k kill team whatever elements got mats and terrain and everything that you could possibly want to, to play so um your ticket does include um the two days of gaming and you can spend that time however you want obviously um we'd prefer that you were playing x-wing um and you can't play anything that's not x-wing on the saturday we'll boot you out for taking up table space <laughs> yeah. Um, so, right, that's a Sith Taker open. We're going to just jump on to um, the Montreal Store Championship. That's the first link, I think, on our list of links. I'm just going to go down the, the links that we've posted up in order, <laughs> hopefully not miss any. Um, so the Montreal Store Championship was held in Abyss Games in Quebec. Um, 
and it was uh, won by Resistance. I was just reading it. It was won by Resistance um, by Mark Guimond um, from uh, flying a, a five-ship Resistance variant 4070s plus Zori Bliss. Um, so congratulations to him. Um, was there a bit of a story behind that? Which one have you started on? Montreal. Montreal. The oh, first well. one. I've got some else, that's why. <laughs> I was looking at it like, that's not even close to the list I've got. Uh, right, no, I was just having a look. Um, so it was Octopus Crime, who's Sean Mason, still got one of the best nicknames in the entirety best of name the X-Wing Society. So um, shout out to Sean Octopus Crime Mason for getting in touch with us, letting us know that this event was going on because it was on Long Shanks. Um, they had a, a bit of a weird thing where two of the top four already had invites, so they were trying to figure out if they would have to shuffle down um, to the other two players who ended up in the top four. Um, but in the end, those two ended up getting knocked out and the two players that were playing for an invite actually got through to the final together. So, um, or something like that. Oh, um, I can't quite understand it. Uh, so Mark uh, smashed um, Octopus Crime in the final and properly deserved it. So um, just looking down the lists, we've got a Han, Han Hall look Keo Sabine, which was... Uh, Sean's list, um, and then I don't know if we can call it Sean's list. Well, that's the list he was flying at the <laughs> event. Oh, uh, that Sean! I thought you meant our Sean. No, no, not our Sean. <laughs> um, then we've got, um, and actually, we've got a Lando, a Rebel Lando um, list with uh, Bodica, Lando, Hera, Sabine, and Wedge. So that is what looks very familiar to me as a Han list, but using. Bistan perceptive co-pilot Lando instead of Han. So sacrificing the initiative for an extra action. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Have you Thread... used Lando yet? Uh, what, Rebel Lando? No, um, Resistance. Um, I did. I tried him once and he, I crashed him into things and he died. Um, <laughs> then I remembered it was a Falcon and I've just got a mental block about them. So I think I think after Worlds, I might genuinely, like once Han receives whatever nerf he's going to get in kind of March-April time, I might actually pull out whichever Falcon is the least bad um, after that and just play it for a few months and actually try and get past it once I don't have a big tournament to, to look forward to. Um, so it's an interesting combination, that, like taking Lando for the extra action economy so that Bodica can have more actions. Wedge can have additional actions. Hera firing thread tracers, handing out target locks to everybody. So I can see that this is generating an awful lot of modifications. Um, or, you know, you've just got Lando shipping Hera an evade token or a focus token so that she's got two green tokens to pass around um, after the fact. I can see that that really would slap if you wanted it to. So I like that build. Um, and the other top four, some first order thing. Uh, Whisper Kylo, Whisper Kylo, Midnight, Von Reg, LeHughes, and Malarus. So, yeah, one of those great five ship first order lists that um, I've been brutalized by far too many times to count. You should have practiced when you got drafted to uh, fly it more. I did, I did, and I couldn't make it work <laughs> for me. Like, I can see 
I still think that a lot of the First Order lists are so strong, but they're only strong in the hands of people who use them a lot and who, <laughs> like, enjoy First Order and love First Order. Like, I don't think they're ever pick-up-and-play lists because they're all, all of the ships have got their own little foibles about how you need to engage with them and where you need to put them and, like, all of the choices. So it's a fairly, it's not a new friend, a newbie-friendly kind of a list where, like, Rebels are always quite newbie friendly. Resistance are always quite newbie friendly. I think first that's order and separate. It's kind of what you like to fly though. Yeah, so but you, I think you think they're like beginner friendly. I just think the the interactions and the pilot abilities and stuff. I mean maybe yeah, I think you're probably right. I think separatists and republic are definitely not newbie friendly. I think no, they're no, very I'd agree with you there. Very bad, but um I mean, that'd be an interesting interesting takes... point. You play style what you like, you know, if you just want to fly in and lob a load of red dice and hope for the best, that's probably your rebels. Yeah. Whereas, you know, sometimes if you're a bit more of a defensive player, you probably get more use out of sort of the Imperials and the First Order. Yeah. Not I always, mean, look, but sort of in general. Looking at this list with its crack shots and its predators and yeah, its advanced this optics, a... this is not a defensive <laughs> list. <laughs> I, I think First Order actually does best when you're quite aggressive with it. To be honest with you, yeah, um, I I suffer from that a lot at the hands of the first order players at club. And um, Dave, with his five straight boost everything on turn one, and it's just like, right, guess, <laughs> I guess I'll never forget to take a focus token again. <laughs> um, all right, so well done to Mark. Uh, we'll see you at Worlds. Come and say hello. Um, congratulations on your win. Um, Next one is going to be the. Should we do the Wumpa warm up now or should we do it later? We'll do it later. We'll do it at the end. So let's do um, number 964 on Roll Better, which is the World's Open Qualifier at CanCon in Australia. Uh, so all of the X Wing players in Australia, all 32 of them, uh, traveled literally eight 12 hour drives and flights across what is an enormous country uh, to go and play. Um, in the last world's qualifier. So the event was won by Matt Deering, um, who has been doing pretty well with his Han. So he's been flying the five ship Han variant with the two A-wings, Luke and Sabine. Um, yeah, he's an, a very accomplished player. Um, there was, a, I mean, it was a, it was a top, it was a 32 player event with a top eight cut. Um, pour one out to Nobby, who finished nine. Finished ninth and 0 0.04 strength of schedule away from being the the one three and two who got in under under the wire. Um, I kind of love that because he was flying resistance and he deserves it. Yeah, I've seen him complaining about his dice all over the place, so um, I feel he feels a little bit hard done by. But happily, it meant that he was able to stream day two, um, so we got to watch um, a bunch of games, um, which was lovely. Hey. He got to watch a bunch of games that he felt he should have been playing in. Well, we got to watch a bunch of games. It was lovely for us, not for him, um, because we got (laughs) to watch games uh, live. Rather, he was he was he was recording them, and he has recorded um, he has recorded day one, so he's gonna post those up. Um, So he's been like he set his rig up and just like pointed it at one game each round. So, um, but there was no stream, so it is cool. so yeah, well done to, to Matt Deering on his win. Um, second place was 
just make sure that I get it right. Um, Double D Sunder. Double D Sunder. He wasn't flying double decimators. He was flying. Coward. Boy Vader, Suntir Fell, Tomax, Major Rhymer, and Deathfire. Um, so. So, quite a different um, Rhymer loadout than most people are running, though. Yeah. He's got he... feedback ping, clusters, um, proton bombs, and skill bombardier. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, quite yeah. a lot of um, different places that bomb can be in. Mm. So you should use the, all the. Um, two banks and two straights as well as the one. Yeah, that's a bit rude, a bit cheeky. Because mm. people are these days taking the Rhymer who's got the, or is it Tomax Bren who's got the double modded plasma torp that's for free? Tomax. That's He's Tomax. He's got the double modded plasma. Oh, most people just take barrage rockets and sat salvo and something yeah, else, yeah. don't they, on Rhymer? That's on Rhymer, yeah. Yeah, so different. And some sort of bomb. I had ion bombs at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's worth pointing out the um, Ray and three T seventies with watchful astromechs on the T seventies. Um, enough of a yeah. uh, it nothing on T seventies. It um, yeah. gives you a rotate into a calculate um, <laughs> on a turret. Um, so apparently he misread um, the rotate as a reload um, oh. on the squad builder. So he thought <laughs> well, he'd be able to reload. Yeah, he thought he'd be able to reload his torpedo, so he topped Swiss um, with the, <laughs> with, with this. Yeah, um, so like it led to uh, basically every time he was on stream, which I think was once because I think he met um, Matt Deering. Uh, oh no, he didn't. Sorry, he met um, the Logic Dump. I think yeah, he met Logic Dump in uh, first round of cut and got beaten. Um, Logic Dump is um, oh, I've forgotten his name. He's the judge. He's the Australian judge. Um, Tim, like, well, Tim Horsberg, maybe. That's the one, um, yeah. And he runs all of the big um, events normally in Australia, but he hasn't run this one because um, he fancied playing. So um, they were all like, yeah, it's amazing because he's a really good player. But, you know, ne- normally he's just standing off to one side, making sure that we're all behaving ourselves. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, that. That list, that Ray list, lost to um, his list, which is um, Shiranu, three bombers, and Captain Feroff um, in the uh, in the first round of cut. Um, and it was, yeah, it was so weird watching like everybody logging onto the Fearless Gun Dark stream and going, "Why has he got watchfuls on his? Is that a mistake? Is it a mistake on your overlay?" And nobody spent the entire time. Just every time somebody new came on, going, "Just about the watchful Astromex, he knows." <laughs> blah blah blah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, it's actually looking down it. There is a, a really interesting mixture of lists that have that have gone into top eight and actually further down into um, the event as well. Um, you know, you've got four resistance Y wings, a fireball, and a T seventy. By uh, Brendan came in seventh. Um, and, and, you know, made it into cut, which is great to see. There's a lot of resistance at the top end, like a lot, like 50% of the top half of the table is resistance. Um, and a quick shout for... Actors flying... Um, oh, yeah, Double Falcon. Double, double Falcon and Luke Skywalker. Like, build yep. your own Skywalker. Yeah, build your own Skywalker with heightened perception, marksmanship, proton torpedoes, and R2-D2. So basically the same, but with heightened perception, uh, but at six points. Um, because he's flying Han Solo and Lando, so he's got um, double tapping trick shot Han, and then he's got uh, 
landed with Ezra Bridger and uh, K2SO. So he's got a whole bunch of tokens and mods and actions and things flying all over the place. So, um, yeah, looks like that was a fun one. But he went three and two and with a terrible strength of schedule. So he was never in the running. But uh, obviously, interesting list. So, yeah. Anything catch your eye there, Liam? Uh, yes. Uh, Crumfish, also the guy that makes all the beautiful art, all arts for Onyx Squadron. He's taking the Defender. I was looking at that before. Mm-hmm. So I think so I've he's actually got... seen someone else fly that as well. I have not. Question, think... is he is he practicing for when that Rexlar turns into Isaac Gendon? Maybe. Uh, maybe. But yeah, so he's taken uh, Rack, obviously, in the Death Ma- uh, Decimator with Ruthless, Darth Vader, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, and Electronic Baffle and Dauntless. Then Rexler with Duke, FCS, and Cluster Missiles. A standard loadout Termax Bren and Major Rhymer with Saturation Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and Ion Bombs. I think that's I think. just an aggressive list. Yeah. Yeah. Called I like Rack, it. Rymax. I liked your, your slip of calling the Decimator the Decimator. Oh, I uh, went full Mike Tyson. I mean, but with Darth Vader and Death Troopers, Decimator is actually a really good name for that build. Um, so, but yeah, I like that. I like that list. I like that list a lot. Um, any scum? Mm. Have you seen the double silence of Von Reg and Malorus list as well? No, where's that one? Um, that's John H's list. So it's Kylo, yeah. Malice, Crackshot, Sensor Scramblers, Protons, Rush, Crackshot, Fanatical Optics, Malorus, Magpulse. And then you've got um, Von Reg with Crackshot. Deuterium power cells and Magpulse warheads. Okay. And That's he was all in. Um, he come oh, rubbish with this. I don't get it. He come in the top cut anyway. <laughs> yeah. So he came fifth in. He came fifth in cut and he went out in top eight. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. Well I done. I don't use nice. roll better a lot, so I get a bit blagged in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as as I said, there was um, there's a lot of interesting kind of lists in here. It's it's obviously been a you know the the big event for the Australian community, and there's people flying all sorts of nonsense as well as kind of top end metalists. And we've got top end metalists at the bottom end of the competition, and we've got top end we've got like off metalists at the top end of it as well. So I haven't spotted you know, any CIS yet. No, I don't oh, think there it is. It makes one. me sick. Um. Well, not a single AMG. weekend anyway, did you, Liam? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I had a nobody, time. nobody played it. Nobody played it. So, yeah. Anyway, well done, Deering. Congratulations again. Um, we're going to just skip on to the next one, which is 976. The Pandemonium X-Wing Store Championship in Eastern uh, America, Massachusetts, U.S., um, held at Pandemonium Books and Games. Yeah. Um, stealing our names. It's almost like <laughs> almost like people just name things after where they were from in England when they, when they set up towns, isn't it? Um, so this was won by, um, I'm just going to check and make sure they did a final. Uh, Matt Sucharski. Um, in a, so, oh, like, please. it was... It was a 19, 
19 oh, player or oh, 18 player event um and it was won by Matsucharski with um Vizier Deathfire Rhymer Tomax and Rack uh with yeah Deathimator Rack so um I've got to call it that now because then it means I don't have to keep saying it. He's got bombs instead of a few things, but it's Agile Gunner, Dauntless, Death Troopers, and Darth Vader, and then some other things um, to fill in your points, depending on what you want. Um, so well done to Matt Sucharski. Um Separatists came second in this one, Liam. Yeah, let's go Cold Brutus. I also like that name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Zam Wessel... With Slave on Contraband, Notorious and Dooku. So that's two ships there. Um, Dirge, uh, win a rogue class with uh, title Seismics, uh, Seismic Charges, Proton Cannons, and Contraband Cybernetics. Grievous, with Solus One Imperviums, Shield Upgrade and Marksmanship. And then DGS 047 with Hondo Onaka. Oh, love a Hondo <laughs> list. Love a Hondo list. We haven't been seeing Grievous as much, have we? No, no, no. At five points, he's kind of been surpassed. He's just not value at five anymore because he can't hold his points as well since they brought his loadout down to make him a bit fair. Yeah. Well, he holds his points better now because he's got a shield upgrade on top of his original survivability, Mm. but he just doesn't have the same damage output. Yeah. He's still good. Like, he still gets rerolls for free. He's still really good. Once he's been nerfed, people stop playing it. And then he's it, still really good. We see him come back in again. Because yeah. he is, like Liam said, he is still really good. Yeah. Look, um, I would run him if I could fit him in a six ship list. It'd be yeah. a no brainer for me, but I'm trying to get six ships to work. So I can't take him without having two ships be awful. Yeah. Um, just looking down a little bit. Um, we had uh, we had a top Swiss and drop. We had a top and drop um, with Maui, um, who was first in Swiss and then dropped out, flying five ship resistance. Um, so four X Y Lulu, um, I believe. Um, so well done to um, the Kyber Judge Extraordinaire Maui, and still the person that most people on the internet defer to when asking for rules questions because he seems to get them right all the time. Um, so yeah, well done to him. Um, but yeah, top and drop is always the best way to go if you're going to do this kind of thing. Um, so I'm just going to have a quick look. Any scum lists? We did have one. It didn't do well. Uh, one and two and dropped. It was uh, Fen, Dengar, a Mandalorian Royal Guard and Dirge in a star class, in a rogue class. So sad for Amphi prisons. Um but yeah, a separatist list at second. Well done, called Brutus. Um, so that was Pandemonium Store Championship. Uh, next one, nine nine nine. Hazar Hobbies Store Championship number two. <laughs> you brought back childhood memories saying it like that. Nine nine nine. When it's like nine nine nine. Oh dear. Um. So, I mean, this does continue to make me sad that. I open this up and there's just like technically um, 16 players there, but a lot of people have played one or two games and then dropped. Um, 
and it's their second store championship and they clearly don't have the community to support two store championships but these american stores have managed to get two or three and it's not a it's not on the stores because you know they've been given an option to order things and they've ordered them but you know there was like six or something in the whole of germany um and like five or six in the whole of france maybe a few more than that you know and like i mean uk got a lot right i know we got like 50 and it was great you know there were store championships all over the place but it's just it's depressing that you know invites have been won on kind of well everybody else has got one i don't know maybe i'm just jealous because i didn't get an invite at a store championship where everybody else had got one <laughs> should have played better um anyway congratulations to swede for winning this one he gets out uh, quickly out of that little funk richard we're trying to be positive um it's one with a i was just hoping you'd non- keep falling down this little <laughs> self, <laughs> no. like, feeling sorry for yourself no i'm cheerful because this one was run, won by rebels but it did not include han solo it has got magva yarrow in this list in a u-wing with jinner so and leia organa so giving rebels all of their movement shenanigans and their white k turns and evades to focuses it's got sabine wren with beskar it's got bodica with beskar optics marksmanship and dead eye shot it's got hopeful magpulse hera it's got boy look and that's 20 points and instead of having han luke and then some other things they've gone let's just go with token sharing old-fashioned hera having a bit of this and a bit of that that's good that isn't it it's good that there's no garvin though that that upsets me for that that type of list i mean it's not a massive token sharing list there isn't a source of an additional token for hera so she gets one but she can take one focus token and then use it for everything um so like it's an evade to anybody that needs it so your fang fighter is focus evaded if people are um like going into that um so yeah i mean it doesn't look like an easy list to fly it looks like one that requires quite careful positioning um because you've got really three decent guns um and one of them is a u-wing which will die if enough stuff looks at it so um yeah good good to see something a bit different in there so well done to swiss uh sorry to swede uh for winning that event um so that was run uh, just across the straight five rounds. So, um, yeah, well deserved. Uh, on a on a five and zero, oh, the un- only undefeated player on the day. Might have to have a might have to have a look at that one. Probably shouldn't shouldn't change any more than I already have. <laughs> uh, so the next one is the absolutely last minute world qualifier at Freedom Hobby and Gaming, um, which had sixteen players at it uh theoretically um had one player who played one and dropped and didn't submit a list so we'll say it's a 15 player so close enough um this was won by a blazoned who i recognize that from either ncx or possibly kyber hexile time um his affiliations blow my mind i can't read that uh, <laughs> it's some kind of kanji for something or other um, I'm going to stick it in Google Translate. <laughs> don't read it out. You might summon something. Um, that's, that's the aim. 
So this is won by, as I say, a blazoned flying uh, a five ship republic list. Uh, sorry, five ship resistance list um, again, but with um, two T seventies, Jarek Jaeger in a fireball, and he's spent the extra point he's got from dropping to a three point fireball and have a Nyenum in a T seventy. So he's got two I five T seventies, I five fireball, the I five Lulu Lampar. And the i5 Zori Bliss. So he's got his initiative parity across the board um, with uh, a set of interesting upgrades. Um, I mean, they're fairly standard loadouts. Um, BB8 Nienum is always good fun and great to see um, because BB8 happening in the systems phase means that Nienum can basically preposition, then shed stress from a red BB8 move and then do talons and K-turns off that and then shed that stress again with pattern analyzer. So um, he gets some very, very silly moves, um, which is always nice to see. Um, so yeah, well done to Ablazoned. Um, a Scumlist came second. Anybody want to tell me why Fenrau, Ulterok, Elate and Ashera and Dr. Afra is good? And other people been flying Afra. Um, I haven't used it myself. A little bit. Well, I've seen it a while ago. I know. Was Cat using it? Which yeah, Cat Cat Patrick. Cat yeah, Chris, yeah, Crispy's sister was using it and surprising people with it. Um, but yeah, he's got the Lando loadout, so you get a load of rerolls. Yeah, trick is neat. I mean, Fen Fen and Terok are just nasty together, though, aren't they? Yeah. So they can just wipe things out without really trying. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but I think this is a, one of those you're dealing with Afra. And if you're dealing with Afra, Fen and Old Terok are opening you up. Yeah, um, it's one of them. I don't really know what you can ignore. Yeah. And Leighton's there just going, you can't kill me. Is, it, is she defensive rerolls, is it? No, Leighton's the one where if you attack her and miss... Oh, she gets or if evade. she attacks you and misses, she gets a free evade. So she yeah. snapshots and gets yeah. a free evade for missing. Oh, that's an old um, build out. We used to see that like in 2.0. Yeah. You used to be able to get a load of other stuff with the snapshot, but now that's all you can fit on. Um, so, yeah. Interesting one. So, I've decoded the message. What did it say? <laughs> I've been thinking about this moment more than you know. And I would have been wondering if you would care enough to try and save me at the end in between us. If only a Jedi could find it within himself to save someone who has fallen so far. I'm grateful because he wanted me to say those words. But I don't want your mercy. I want you to break me. This sounds kinky. Okay. What, what, what language is it? Uh, Japanese. I don't okay. know what version of Japanese, because when I tried to translate it from Japanese, it only gave me like three words. Okay. Fair enough. It's very, it's very confusing. Yeah, a little bit Star Warsiness going on. It's probably a quote from, um, like, an Old Republic or a what are those Xbox games called? The one with the Force Unleashed. Lo- uh, no, for the the Surely it's Survivor. Someone, isn't it just someone leaking a co- uh, advanced copy of Liam's Cad Bane fan fiction? That's <laughs> what I was thinking. It's the bit where it says, <laughs> "I don't want your mercy. I want you to break me," and then Cad Bane slowly takes a grip of his pistol. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to move us along. Just you missed his Disney blue eyes. 
just on that note, please. Did you please say stop blue it. eyes? A red eye, sorry. Yeah, I should think so. Right, we're just going to move to the Black Diamond Store Championship. There's no list, so well done to Brent Matthias for winning with your list, whatever it was. Um, and then we'll move on. Let's say it was scum because it's more fun that way. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but Y Wings. So the last one in, in Medford, Wisconsin, um, at the TNT Store Championship, part three, uh, this one. Um, Get out. So, yeah. So this oh, was. Oh, actually, just looking down, there was a few. Um, this is one that. Um, oh yeah, Travis Johansson. He was uh, nearly an American traveler to take her up and went to this one uh, and got one win and three draws, so he was undefeated. Um, <laughs> so nicely done. Um, so that was with a uh, an, an actually interesting resistance list because he uses T three PO on Poe Dameron, um, so he gets um, he gets coordinates to people. Um, and then also gets all of his Poe nonsense with Ray Gunner. So um, I've played against him a couple of times. And it's it's pretty interesting. Um, and clearly good at... running Lebo as well. Yeah, it's good at drawing games. Uh, who was running Lebo? Um, not really Clark. Not really Clark? Mm. I reckon his name's actually Clark. He's trying to deceive us. No, I wouldn't fall for a trick so simple. Okay, so let's deception. not call him Clark. Let's call Maybe him Superman. Superman. Let's call him Superman, yeah. Um, so he was flying, boy, boy look, Lebo with, um, okay, ablative plating for FTC's notorious an outrider. So he gets to be all dash with ablative wow. plating twice. Um, Arvel with crack shot and marksmanship. Sabine with Beskar optics and clan training. So A-wing Sabine and Ivan Verlaine. Uh, so that's the Y-wing that if you spend its focus token, uh, it gives an extra green dice to somebody. So that was oh, the... Oh, you have to choose at the start, don't you? Yeah, the start of the engagement phase, you pick which ship you're going to give the extra green to. So um, you give it to Luke Skywalker, basically. It's so that Luke can joust in fairly unhindered. And you don't want to be shooting at Luke. Um, you don't want to be shooting at Lebo because he's got Notorious and won't die because it's a YT-2400. <clears throat> I just yeah, exactly. So Lebo's hard to kill, has Notorious as well. Um, so... Yeah, interesting list. Um, it's nice to see the um, uh, the Outrider out and about, because we haven't seen, since it's come out, we haven't seen much of it, have we? Yeah, somebody using it. It's always good. Um, it's done well with it as well, to be fair. Yeah. So top four was not really Clark came in fourth. Then we had two um, Republic lists, one with three arcs, one with two arcs. One was a... Three arcs, two Y wings. That'll be brought out in Matt Stick and one of the cheap Z ninety fives. I love them too. Slider, slider, yeah. And then the other oh, one. That's an interesting winning list, isn't it? Yeah, I'm coming to that last, so we can spend a bit of time talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit different. Um, and then the the other Republic list was uh, Kyle Lembecker, who's got uh, Wolf and Oddball, and then he's got the seven B. Uh, big boy Anakin, so the <laughs> spare parts canister R2D2 and crack shot. So, regen for days of those three shields that he's got, plus a crack shot. Um, actually, giving up the free turnaround droid action, which is an interesting build. Then he's got contrail, um, and slider. So, a lot of points going into that Anakin, um, to win you games. Um, but he didn't quite make it, he got to uh. 
he won actually he topped Swiss. Did they do a final? Yeah, he did. He topped Swiss and then lost in the final to Oh, he twenty nilled the final, which means a concession. I suspect Kyle and Becker already had an invite, uh, and Tony Schutz did not. Um, Maybe they're friends. Possibly. So, um, yeah, so Tony won with... Go for it, Ben, because I can't be bothered to read out all those words. (laughs) So he's got Sunter with Marksmanship, Ruthless, Shield Upgrade, and Sensitive Controls, Um, Lieutenant Lurin, um, Enduring, and Sensitive Controls, Uh, Standard Bill Tomax, and he's got Rhymer with um, Set Tracing Salvo, Barrage, and Iron Bombs. And then three Black Squadron TIE Fighters. Which is just crazy. There's a lot of crazy yeah. stuff going on in there. Like, like I I, I can't use sensitive controls and um, Yeah, that, that not being able to double reposition or focus reposition yeah. is big. Um, Lurier Lure is a really tough one to pin down. Lurier is a great What's enduring do? I can't remember. You cancel crits before hits unless you're in the bullseye of the attacker. But I think it also lets you take a red focus when you've been hit. Yes. Yeah. If you take that, if you take a critical, I guess that's good for a ship without any shields. Getting rid of the crits first. Yeah, I mean. I, I would look at that list and I would think that looks like a really interesting list. Maybe I'd use it without sensitive controls. Yeah. Um, but Luria really likes sensitive controls because of the banked decloaks, basically. Um, it's like Echo, like a mini Echo um, whisper doing that kind of in the systems phase. Um so kind of being in weird squirrely places and then those three black squadron aces are just they're so good because nobody wants to shoot them and yeah, they will just kill points. stuff yeah or and they'll, they'll just, just go stuff. off and get objectives yeah you've got three ships you can sp- you can break off and have them just mess around objectives as long as they yeah. get two points they've got the money's worth yeah exactly exactly and it doesn't matter if they can't boost and barrel roll before they do things like sabine can they don't care <laughs> Um, they're just they're sometimes just with Sabine, though, you, do, you just do it because you can. Oh, absolutely. Most and of the time, you're doing it because you can. You're putting yourself in worse positions just because oh, it yeah. seems fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, why, why would you play a game for fun? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't oh, let me have fun. I just want to win. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just looking down that, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's been a, a proper, proper slobber knocker. It looks like it's been top-down kind of metalists as long as we can see them um i think the most off meta thing that there is in there is a um one that kind of went one drawn three losses which was three t three t65s key one hole and in and of itself that is not a bad combo so like wedge look corin key one hole so there's a lot of double modded stuff coming into you as a result of that um so yeah looks like a proper smasher um so shall we talk about the wampa warm-up then so tim runs an event yeah a i went times there. a year <laughs> ben went liam turned up um <laughs> liam's got a habit of saying he's not going to get to events and then just turning up like he was 100 percent not going to go to northern ireland 
to the store championship last weekend. And then he went to Northern Ireland and ended up stranded for an extra day. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't get stranded in Stockport this time. That was nice. No, you, you got yourself out. You see, so you were fine. Um, how was the day for you, Ben? You appear to have done the best of the, the people on the podcast who were here. We were at uh, it. Yeah, I had a good day. Um, couple of, because I've close games towards the, the end of the day. But yeah. I, I was taking a list because I definitely wasn't going to try and do well. And uh, then I started doing well, so I started trying. <laughs> but, um, so, so you've taken yeah. death, the deathimator, basically. Yeah. Feroff, and then three bombers? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I uh, basically, I've, I like the list. It was fun. I'm totally dropping Rhymer though, and I'm going to put the little interceptor we talked about before, but the name escapes me now with the bank bar. Lurier. 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 Yeah, because yeah. I didn't feel like I got my money's worth out of Rhymer. The rest mm-hmm. was good. Um, I did play Deathfire wrong for the first couple of games. Oh, yeah, but you can do some stupid stuff with Deathfire, but it's complicated. I didn't realise it was yeeting it out the front. I'd been yeeting it out the back. Right. So I'd actually been hindering myself. Yeah. So, but no, it's, it was a really good list. I had some really good games. Um, my last two, especially against, um, oh, how do you say his name again? Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, I couldn't get it right on the day. And against Sutcliffe as well. Mm-hmm. I, I always enjoy playing Dave. I always seem to miss out playing Dave because he always seems to come towards the end of the day on um, on Tuesdays when I'm getting tired and want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> so I haven't played him for a while. So it was a nice game. Um, yeah. So you were you were three and zero, and then you lost that last game to Dave. Is that right? No, no, I lost my. Oh no, sorry, you game. lost game three oh. to Joaquin. Yeah. Yeah, I won my others. Yeah, and then Dave was. The funny thing is, is my game with um, uh, Joaquin was we the score was uh, twenty nineteen to him. Yeah. So. We were, we all, it nearly ended. It could have been this is a very real um, world where we all ended um, with three wins and a draw. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dave drew with Rick, who, who won the event um, in round three when you lost to Joaquin, and then Dave lost to you in round four. Yeah. And if he'd beaten you in round four, he'd have won the event because he'd have had better strength of schedule than Rick, I think, because he played you. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was really close to the day. Like, but the two two draws. Uh, sorry, the, a lot a lot of draws happening. Um, well, not really. Two two draws over the course of a four round <laughs> event isn't a lot, is it? Um, but yeah, like it was good to have like fourteen players there just for a, basically a casual tournament with Tim giving out all of the stuff that he's won over the last kind of twelve months. Um, just to talk about Rick, who won. It's another rebel list without using Han. So it's always worth talking about because I don't think there was a lot of Han at the event. Um, there was a little bit, but, you know, no, not no, too mostly much. Mostly decimators. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was uh, Wedge in the T-65 plasma torpedoes um, and an R3 astromech and marksmanship. Uh, Boy Luke, of course, he's in every list. Um, Gina Moonsong in the B-Wing with plasma torpedoes, a jamming beam and swarm tactics. And um, Bodic Avenge. 
uh, with Predator, Mandalorian Optics, and Beskar Plating, and then Sabine with Beskar Plating as well in the TIE Fighter. Um, so you Swarm Tactics Bodica up to five um, so that both of her shots are um, three dice. Um, so you get the primary shot before you take the deplete for the revenge shot. Um, and Bodica acts as a Biggs effect. You're just saying, well, if you're not going to shoot, if you're going to try and take Wedge off or Luke off or Gina off as easier, you know, or preferable targets, Bodica's going to be double tapping you. And I think in this list, that Bodica does that job really well. Like in a lot of lists, Bodica's there as a damage dealing piece. But in this one, it's a damage mitigation piece because you're forcing people to put shots into a ship that won't die easily as opposed to into probably a preferable target. So interesting. It's an interesting list. Very jousty. Very jousty. Yeah, it's funny. Where Rick always tends to fly um, uh, Rebels, but he actually, in fact, I don't, I think I've seen him bring Imperials one time, but he actually owns every single ship. Yeah. But, he likes he likes these kinds of lists though. Like he always yeah. builds when he does when he does list building, he always builds three dice guns with munitions. Um I mean there's a lot of reliance here on locks and not dying. So like Gina doesn't have a way to double mod those plasma torpedoes. Wedge doesn't have a way to double mod his plasma torpedoes. It's all very much I'm gonna fly in here, take some locks and try and kill you before you can shoot me back. Or it at well least from against Liam. Oh, <laughs> uh, Liam's having flashbacks at the minute. Dear listeners, pour one out for poor Liam, who every time somebody fires an instinctive ammunition at him, it does full damage, and he just gets sad. So you know what? I'm I'm sensing the sarcasm here, Rich, but you are the main culprit for this. You've put like four into me that have done four hits. That's been no, I'm one, one of them. First. <laughs> one of them was a procket that did five. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, Ahsoka who had a single force to modify a procket, and I just rolled five hits out of hand. <laughs> I was like, right then, cool. Yep. And <laughs> that's how you... that's going. It always seems to be a one hit as well. So the other night you one hit Chertek. No, I two hit Chertek. Chertek had already taken damage. Oh, he'd already I taken a direct hand. And it was only, it was a three, not a four that on that one. Oh, no, it was a four. It was a four. Um, you. You've beat my vultures to bits. Yeah, I use all those really good dice rolls and really good munitions on two-point vultures. It's great. Uh, you killed <laughs> Volan as well. Yeah, he deserved it, though. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, you can't rely on them because I played instinctive aim into... I uh, played a game against Andrew Lippins, um, Yellow Jacket Pim, um, last night, and my instinctive aim torp did two hits and one of them went through and it wasn't a direct and it didn't kill the two health ship that then got to shoot me back and do more damage back at me. So it was one of those ones where I was like, yeah, I'm going to kill you with an instinctive aim torp or not. What I'm saying so, is if if you're playing against me, it's not a risk doing an instinctive aim <laughs> munition. It will get full hits. You'll be fine. And if it doesn't, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> Should we add that onto? Anyway. We'll add it onto the bounty list for the STO. It'll be fine. Um, do it. Do do an instinctive aim munition into Liam, but it doesn't get a full string. Um, right. So uh, yeah. So like, 
is congratulations to Rick for uh, taking home the the event for winning. Um, looks like it was a great day. I was proper sad that I couldn't go, but um, life and children and stuff um, had affected us. Um, so Tilly broke her arm. This is the thing that's happened. Tilly's my youngest. She's seven. She fell off a bench at school and broke her arm. So yeah, um, gosh, we're, ba- we're basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she broke it slapping the teacher. Um, <laughs> no, you did it. Eat those vegetables and then snap. Eat those it. vegetables or I'll break your arm. No, um, absolutely not. Um, and then no, Freddie she. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. So we had. Um, I was going to try and get over, but um, there was no way I could leave. Um, well, you can't fix her arm. You could have just left it. Yeah, could have done. Um, but then, <laughs> in, in better news. And better news, Freddie's been playing rugby recently and he scored his first try on Sunday morning. What position is he playing? Oh, it's kids rugby, so it's just kind of on the pitch, running around. Are they not separated um, into fronts and backs? Not yet, no. They don't do that until another couple of years. So they've just introduced three-player scrums. Yeah. Um, but it's just the three nearest players take the take the scrum positions and then... Yeah. So it's, uh, but yeah. Made a forward, you the fat kid. Guess which position <laughs> I played. <laughs> Proper hooker. I was actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's height. That's height more than anything. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, he's, uh, he's, he's looking like he's going to be a back row um, from the way, nice. from where he, from where he stands on the pitch and like where he's naturally trying to be. But he also sometimes drifts back and acts like a fullback. Like he tries to like sweep and get like last minute tackles and stuff in. So, um, puby here, I used to play sort of back row fullback. Yeah. Um, sometimes flanker. Yeah, I was a flanker for the couple of years that I played rugby. I'm still a flanker now. Hey. <laughs> Wing forward. Anyway, enough of this sports ball nonsense. Everybody's starting to get confused. Um, so, yeah. Um, it was good to actually see, as I said before, um, a big, uh, a big, group of like kind of 14 people rocking down for a um for like a casual event so um yeah nice um right we've talked about things um i like do we want to talk about the um the asmodee um not asmodee it's Adepticon. kind of no news at the moment though isn't it yeah defticon it's like it's like it's like no news right so, i think it's a no news so i'd rather not even get into it to be honest with you Okay. Oh well, I'll I'll say what it is. No, I won't even say what it is because anybody who cares already knows. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an announcement from AMG about what they were going to talk about at Adepticon. Um, yeah. That's basically the long and the short of it. The internet has gone into meltdown with people making assumptions about what it means. So, yeah, that was it. That was the only thing I was going to talk about that. But I don't like. We're now in full prep for Worlds. Well, I am. I think I've settled on a list. I've settled on like three fifths of a list and I've got options for the other two fifths of it, of what I'm going to do. Um, but I've locked in like a kind of a rebel five ship, maybe six ship thing. Um, so, and I know I've locked it in cause I've painted everything. I'm not painting another squad. So that's that done. Um, so like I'm really looking forward to Adepticon. It's getting a bit like real now because it's kind of two months away. And I'm now looking at my finances and thinking need to start saving money and need to start not, you know, buying kebabs and things and putting money aside for this for when I go. So 
Um, and apparently I'm going to a concert the night that I get there. Somebody's told me I'm going to a concert. I'm like, am I? Where is it? How do I get there? Like, don't worry, I'll drive. I'm like, all right, fine. Please don't murder me. That'll be fine. I hope it's um, some like weird screamo band that you hate. No, it's like an Irish folk rock band or something. They said, you're Irish, you'll like this. So I'm going to this concert. I was like, okay. I'm a bit confused, but crack on. Um, I kind of said, I said, I'll come, but if somebody like is really into them and wants the ticket, I'm not going to be upset. <laughs> I'd quite like to see like a death metal Irish rock band. It'd be fun. Yeah, no, it's not that. I don't think it's like folk rock. So it'll be like it'll be a nice evening. Um, but it'll be something a bit different. Not what I was expecting, but yeah. Um, Liam's still trying to get to Worlds. Tim's definitely coming because we're snuggle buddies. Um, lots of people are coming. Um, it seems that every five minutes there's a new person who says, "Oh yeah, I'm coming." Speaking so of I, five minutes, yeah, I know we need to. I know we need to wrap up. <laughs> we're so, getting um, a warning from Tim. Yeah, so I'm really, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Like genuinely, like just to seeing people. Like whether I get through the last chance qualifier or not. I'm going to enjoy playing some games of X-Wing, finding out what's on the prize wall, grinding it, and then going and doing something different. So, um, right, we'll wrap up to shout-outs then. So, Ben, do you want to do any shout-outs? Um, no, just everyone who turned up Tim's event. And also, just to let everyone know that the first round of the league has been drawn. So, good luck to everyone. Yeah. Even you, Ricky P. <laughs> I'm playing my first round game. Oh, no, I'm not, actually. No, I've got Mark Packer-Hughes, who uh, always have a lovely game with Mark, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, cool. Liam, shout-outs. Gordon Brown. <laughs> Can you hear Willow in the background? No. She called you Ricky Poo. <laughs> Did she? Nice. <laughs> Liam, any shout-outs? Uh, obviously, Boring Brown, which you already called. Uh Adam Freeman and Matt Flockhart for being travel companions in Northern Ireland and whatnot. Connor for running the event uh, and Tim for running the event on Saturday. And again, Matt, uh, Matt Flockhart for being my chauffeur. Yeah, nice. Um, um, shout out everybody that comes to the club on a Tuesday for the games and everybody on the Tonton server for the games. Um and uh, I want to actually shout out Sean Milligan, who we've talked about a couple of times, but he's kind of the well, he's the treasurer for the Sith Takers. So um, he's essentially the other like face behind the admin for the STO, um, like in the run up to the event, like the three, four months beforehand. We're basically constantly talking to each other about prizes and money and this and that and the other thing. Um and having him uh, sitting next to me doing that stuff makes my life an awful lot easier in terms of running the event um, and getting it ready to run, I should say, because obviously Ben's going to be running the event this year. Um, Allegedly. Yeah. Well, Ben's going to be there <laughs> with a judge hat on. Whether he's going to actually run the event, we're not sure. But You're lucky because um, I was just, I've just been chatting to Connor while we've been doing this and he's landing at like 7 o'clock on the Friday, so we won't be able to go out drinking all day, so you'll be safe. <laughs> which also means that I won't be drinking till I pick Connor up so I feel so much better o'clock, so you don't, that's one worry off your mind <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no I've got no self control yeah yeah we do know that 
<laughs> so on that um, cheerful, we're all functioning alcoholics and less of the functioning, thank you very much in some instances. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's good bye. It's goodbye for me, Ricky Poo. Ricky Poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's goodbye from Ben. Bye. And it's goodbye Bye-bye. from Liam. Toodles. See you Liam next log. time. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus, Ben. laughs>